This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. I didn't know hanging out with you was making me smarter. Full disclosure, Morty, it's not. Temporary superintelligence is just a side effect of the mega seeds dissolving in your rectal cavity. Oh, man. Yeah. And once those seeds wear off, you're going to lose most of your motor skills, and you're also going to lose a significant amount of brain functionality for 72 hours, Morty. Starting right about now. At the club, Club 1080, the hottest spot north of Milwaukee. At the club, Club 1080, Suki and Rob's passion are always the fashion at the club. They fell in love. I like to, uh, one of my habits is pulling up TMZ right before the club. Just seeing like, who died. Yeah. yeah, just to see what kind of material we've got It's there. a pro tip right there. Who died, who was arrested, something like that. Yeah, there's always something that's, eh, every once in a while, there's just a bunch of stupid stuff. But uh, found a couple pieces I liked. Uh, the stage crasher at the Black Crows show. The video of that is pretty entertaining. I didn't see it. Well, the Black Crows are playing a show. Look, looks like it's like um, at a schnitz type of venue. Okay. Well, I, I think that's kind of where the Black Crows play. I mean, no offense, but you know they're not playing. Well, I'm just, I'm just telling you what it looks like. Yeah. And a bro, a bro jumps on stage, and um, he runs around for a while because the the um, security guy isn't great. <laughs> And then the guitarist, I don't know who the guitarist's name is. Oh, I do know what his name is. His name is Rich Robinson. Stop. Is that playing. Chris Robinson's brother? No. That's the only Rob that's the only black crow I know is uh, Chris, Chris Robinson. Yeah. Is their lead singer. Well the guitarist stops playing and he gives the dude he thr- he jams his guitar into the guy's neck. Really? The, the butt end. Not not the um The neck. Yeah, not the neck of the guitar, yeah. the butt end of the the large the broader part of the it guitar. It gives them the where do I find this on TMZ? <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't really phase the guy. Well, like it, they can't get the guy off the stage. <laughs> and then he just jumps off. <laughs> well look, sometimes security at those shows isn't exactly the uh you know Johnny on the spot. I was at a show uh, at the Schnitz a couple Schnitz a couple weeks ago and some guy tried to jump on stage. And actually, the security guy, because you're right, all it is is just one bro, and he was young and skinny. Yeah. You know, the guy in the jacket down at the at the end of the aisle, basically. Yeah. And this dude was housed, this guy. And he tries to run and jump on stage, and Homeboy 
grabs him, tackles him, gets him, you know, he, so he does not get on stage. He, he grabs him around the waist, pulls him down, and then the dude, the the uh, guy who was trying to get on stage, runs back to his seat, and they can't find him. Oh, well, I mean. They eventually found him. They eventually because found Because we were all like, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's right. That, that guy, that guy. But, uh, yeah, and the lead singer dude, it was a band called Whiskey Myers. I was at that show. Were you? Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, and they, he said, he said, get, get his ass out of here. You ain't special. Yeah, yeah you ain't special. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a little much. Did but you? I, I did, but I, I totally understand how when you're playing a show like that, not only is it disruptive, but it, you know. In these days, kind of scary. Yeah, it's scary. And those guys, I, I would imagine, if you're a band, you do not mess, or you don't. You you want security to be good enough that nobody can get on stage and yes. bum rush you because yeah, that I, is that is scary. I was at that show, and yeah, that's because we were up a little bit higher. I didn't see the kerfuffle. I wasn't down low. I'm no Isaac Rob. I'm yeah, not, well, clearly, uh, yeah, I'm, clearly not. No, I was up in the uh, the balcony. But yeah, the lead singer was. Uh, Normally, the you know the a lot of times the lead singer will be more like oh you know like yeah, it's one of my fans like hands off him no he yeah. was like get his ass out of here yeah, and and I will say and he yelled at him he's like you ain't special well and that's the other thing too is like we talked to the guy who was friends with the guy who tried to jump on stage oh. and they and they kicked him out and <laughs> the guy was totally hammered yeah but his friend wasn't and he said he goes you guys he apologized to all of us around him because the guy was being kind of rowdy even in the seats sure and he said first of all he never drinks <laughs> and he's loaded mm-hmm. and second. Um, he is probably their biggest fan. Really? Yeah, and so that's like when when so when I see a guy because this dude was freaking fired up for that band. Yeah. When I see the lead singer go, "You ain't special." It's kind of like, man, dude, that guy is your biggest fan. Is your biggest fan, but he doesn't know that, mm. and he on the plus side, he won't remember any of it. Because <laughs> I've often wondered how <laughs> drunk. I say this all the time. Like we've all we've all tied a few on. I just not do not. Me. I do not understand how drunk you have to get. I know. To, to think to yourself, you know what I'm going to do here, and this is going to be a great idea. I'm going to jump up on stage from my favorite band. Now, is that just, like, have I never been that level of drunk, no. or do you just have to have something different in yes. you? Like I, It's the latter. Right? It's not the amount you drink. It's it's your level of crazy. Like That's what it is. I just don't care how much booze you gave me. At no point in my drunken uh, stupor am I going to be willing to jump up on stage like where i would love to know the thought process of where you think that's gonna go like hey you're my i'm I'm your biggest fan like you think you're just gonna jump on stage and they're gonna be like hey man you want to sing a song yeah i think it's just people who you know uh, we've all seen this guy who when he gets housed you know his decision making is not like yours yes it's a, it's a just a, and so I don't think he's thinking. He's no. just you can't put booze gets him a different way than he does than it does you. Yeah, you can't put an irrational, uh, you can't put rational thought into an irrational situation. Also on TMZ is the guy who took a joyride around the Cleveland Browns field today. That I saw. Did you see that? <laughs> so some guy broke into the Browns football stadium and tore up their turf <laughs> yeah. with his ride. Yeah, he messed it up. Now that. Although, you know, maybe you were drunk there, too. I just, in general, a lot of times I question the motives of things, but that seems a little more... Now, they, they didn't catch this guy, did they? I don't know. Is this guy still on the, on the loose? He's on the lam. Because I, I, I was trying to think of, like, which one would you more like... Could you, like, more... I'm more likely to get talked into? I would think that, that getting in a car and driving around a stadium 
you're more likely to give me to than than to just jump on stage at a concert. Well, that's be- probably because at the concert everybody's watching me. Yes. Whereas the car at the stadium is yeah, you think pretty mi- incognito. You think middle of the night? Because who hasn't broken into a stadium from time to time? Like when you were a kid, wasn't that? I don't that, think I have. You've never done that? I don't think so. Yeah, we used to do that a lot. Like you'd break into the, like you pull the uh, the dazed and confused thing. I thought that was just kind of like one of those like like coming of age things where everyone either like, you know, everyone smoked a J or, or had a six pack or, you know, brought your girlfriend to the 50 yard line. I thought yeah, that was just kind of. I always heard that, but. Yeah. Well. I don't know. I'm from Salina, Kansas. We didn't really have a stadium that was locked. <laughs> you could just waltz out there. We had wander on in. But I remember even when we were in college, like at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, uh, the time was just Cougar Stadium. We used to do this little fence. You could hop in there. or You get someone that knew a key or well, there was just something kind of, I don't know why. What else are you going to do when you're college and you're drunk? But Yeah, you know, poor go, decisions. Yeah, going to the stadium. My dad just kind of was one of those things. Can't say I ever drove my vehicle on there and tore up the field, but, you yeah. know. Stupid. Well, hopefully they get it fixed. I don't know. Um, all right. Well, I- <laughs> Someone said that's proof you guys don't talk or hang out outside of 3 to 7. That is true. Both of the same yeah, show. I can't had, believe you were at that show. Had no idea. Um, See, I would say it was the other way around. Yeah, no, it's way more likely you were at the show than I was. Yes, because that definitely looked like an insurrection crowd. Oh, dude. And you I'll- are not kidding. And let me tell you something about that. I, did, I had no idea who that band was. Yeah. I just went with friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, that w- that wanted to go, and my wife said she liked him, and so just I'm like, yeah, I love I love shows. I'm gonna go to a show, and I thought they were really good. Yeah, um, and especially in a venue like that, like they were rocking. It's like a, it's like a heavy metal Southern rock yeah. kind of, like a harder yeah. version of Leonard Skinner kind of. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> like a, I guess. Well, they were yeah, they were good. So anyway, what was I telling you why are we why are we talking about this? Uh, you were surprised. I was surprised that you were there because it is. Uh, it was very uh, an insurrection-like crowd. Yes, I was. I was uh, a little taken back by how. Uh, uh, what would be the word? The fervor of the fans for that band. Yeah. Was next level. Yeah. It was like Garth Brooks type stuff. Yeah. Like people- they freaking love them. Yeah, not a huge band by any stretch of the right. imagination, but their fan base was. They passionate. love them. Yes. I thought that was odd <laughs> for a band that isn't that well known. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like I get it, Taylor Swift. I get it, Garth Brooks. Yeah, Whiskey Meyer. Whiskey Meyer. I mean, they're good, <laughs> but damn. Yeah, very. Especially here in a place like Portland, it just goes to show you that uh, because that you would think that's the that's not a very Portland band, but the Whiskey Myers crowd was out in force. Well, that's a that's not a Portland uh, um, fan base. No. No, that's from. They come uh, from the yeah. They're coming outskirts. From, yeah, they're they're, in. they're coming from Gresham and Banks yeah. and you know yeah coming from that. Yeah. <laughs> and then little old me. Yeah, I just I'm trying to picture you down front and it just. I, don't I know. was protesting. You wearing your "Don't Tread on Me" shirt? <laughs> I was protesting. Had my signs. Telling everybody Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Do not think there was a Black Lives Matter shirt. And they in the were crowd. like, "No, they like, no." <laughs> it would be interesting if you went full Portlandia there, how that would be received. Well, it was an interesting crowd, and I saw some people I know that I was like, "Hmm, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> all right." I just blended. Right. I just blended right in. Oh, of course you did. Yeah. There were eight million guys that looked just like you. Hundred, hundred percent. All right, what is next? Choose your own adventure. The anti-woke bank shutting down. 
The um, shirt, this is kind of hard to explain, but mm. it's an index shirt. I don't know what that means. It means its price of the shirt fluctuates with the with NASDAQ. Well, now I got to know about this. I, I, I need <laughs> the first I, of its kind. I, I need this. I, I, I want to... Okay, you I need want to hear, that story? I need to hear about this right, shirt. We'll get to that story. Can you make the right decision at the right time? No. Uh, that is next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You know, we have one of our uh, P1 listeners who says to us on the text line that they've never been to a live concert. What? Yeah, and Buck asked a good question. He said, what percentage of adults do you think have never been to a live concert? So we're talking uh, adults. Are we going to go like 40 or are you talking like 21? I was thinking anyone anyone like 18 or 21 yeah. plus who could Adult, just buy, yeah, has 18. the ability to buy a ticket and go on their own. Right. Well, again, I, I think when you're younger, I think it's one thing because maybe you're just young, you're poor, you don't have any money. But one would assume as you got into your 30s or 40s, that's another 20 years of you finding your way to one concert. Like, I find that to be... That's pretty wild. But I bet it's a lot more than you think. Is it really? I do, because I think that a lot of people... If you think about how many people live not even remotely close to a good concert venue. Sure. But still, like, any concert, like... I mean, you don't have to go to, like, like you could be, like, at the Salem Armory and you watch some local band. You've never been to a concert? I would... Like, that's one of those things I'm sure, like you said, that number is way higher than I than, than you think. But in my mind, I have a hard time comprehending. I have a hard time comprehending that because I get sports. A lot of people don't like sports, but who the hell doesn't like music? Like, in any genre? Like, you just don't like music to the point where you're not willing to spend. No one has come along and you've won free tickets or, 
you know, a free concert, like a concert in the park. Never been. Blows my mind. Well, I don't know that it means you don't like con- uh, music. It just maybe it's a money thing or I don't know. It is a little wild to think that never once have you had the urge or just splurged to go to a show. And, and, and maybe this person's fine with it, but am I the only one that kind of thinks that that's a sad life? Well, uh, I'll let you think that. Do you, I don't know. Do you? I just think that's a sad life. Sorry, listener, you have a sad life. Well, maybe that—that's what I'm saying. Maybe that person has a great life. I don't know. If you told, if you came to me though, and we're like, and I was like, hey man, I'm going to a show tonight. You want to go? And you're like, ah, no, I've never really been to a concert before. My first thought would be like, what the hell? Not what really have, interested. What have you been doing? So there's, find- a, there's a study from 2018 that uh-huh. says uh, in Great Britain, which obviously is not here in the U.S., but that uh, they. Estimated 8 million people, eight, uh, 18 and over, have never been to a gig, and 16 million hadn't been in the last 10 years. In England? In England, in Britain. Whoa. How many people in England? That I don't know, and I think the rest of that's behind a paywall. <laughs> well, it's easier. Well, it's easier to look up how many people are in. 56 million. Okay. So that's what? Uh, you got eight? It's, uh, you know. It's like roughly seven. one-seventh? Yeah, one-seventh. Huh. How about that? Well, I mean, I, I wonder how much of that is financial circumstances and how much of that is you just not wanting to go. In the study, it cited three major things. Uh, price discouragement, overwhelming crowds, and living too far away from suitable venues. Yeah, living far away. 50, it's about 15%. And I'll bet you there are people there that do get weirded out in the whole crowd situation or yeah. whatever. Well, people are weird. People are strange. Most definitely. And yeah. I'll bet you that number then for a sporting event is way higher than that. If that number, you said roughly 15%, I'll bet you that number for sports way higher. Oh, way higher. Yeah, because it's just sports. But it just seems weird to me that as your life goes on, that you, I just would think that that's one of those things that eventually just happens to you. Like, even if you didn't set out to go to a concert, concerts just kind of happen. I also think the opposite of you. You were talking about young person, maybe you don't. I think you, I think young people are more willing to splurge and just pay to go see. Like, when you're young, you you know, you, you get all housed. Yeah. You don't have a care in the world. You don't have a penny to your name, and you somehow scrounge up $320 to go up to Chicago to go see the, you know, whoever. Sure. So well, as, uh, as opposed to when you get a little older and you get a little tighter yeah, on the... Yeah, like, oh, uh, that seems like a pain in the a ass. A little tighter hey. on the wallet. <laughs> there was, speaking of that, there is a wonderful ad going around right now for Medicaid. Have you seen it with the old grumpy lady on there? Uh, it's... No, it's the strangest ad. I got to see if I can and find this for you. It's it's an it's an ad for a company that's like, it's trying to help you through Medicaid questions. Like you can sign up for some sort of like supplemental Medi- Medicaid program, and their whole pitch is, they have this old lady on there who has the big thick glasses, and she's just bitter and angry and dumb. And basically, what the the whole advertising pitch is. Are you angry, bitter, and dumb and don't understand this? Let's walk you through this until eventually you do understand what we're trying to sell you. It's the most bizarre pitch of all time. If I was an old person watching that, which is obviously who they're advertising to, I'd be really pissed. Like, they're just, it's just that every, it's this, it's this like voice, and he's trying to talk to this old lady with these huge specs, and she's like, why aren't I getting these benefits? I want them right now. And the guy's like, well, ma'am, if you'll call this number, we can help you out. Why should I have to call a number? I've lived too long. And then the guy just calmly walks her through all these things as she keeps being irrational. Is this it here? Is that the ad here? Yes. This Martha. is the ad. Martha. 
Yeah. Meet Martha. Meet I have Martha. Not, I have not seen this. And one. basically, when you when you watch the commercial, you'll be like, Martha is an old curmudgeonly bitch. And it just fascinates me that this company is like, hey, are you a curmudgeonly bitch like Martha? If so, we can help you. It's one of the strangest things. But it made me think about that as we get older and a little more set in our ways. <laughs> we get a little angry and a little more concerned about what we're doing with our money. I saw that ad for the first time today, and I was like, that has to be the worst ad. Like, if, if you, if, if someone is, is selling you golf equipment, right, would you want the ad to be someone that looks just like you that is being portrayed as an ignorant jackass that doesn't know anything about golf clubs? It's a very weird marketing strategy. I don't think I would like that. <laughs> no. As accurate as it may be. <laughs> I just want to know if there's one lady out there that's watching that that is like, I look like Martha, I sound like Martha, I should call this number. I bet there are enough people that feel like Martha seems that when they're dealing with that, that they're like, you know what? I've yeah. been there where Martha yeah. is and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's still an interesting tactic or approach. Yeah. They're basically just they're, they're just walking through Martha out of being just an old curmudgeonly bitch to eventually call this number and they'll get you some help with some Medicaid. So the index shirt I, I want to tell you about it's Eton. Have you ever heard of Eton? Do you own any Eton? Eton. They, they make really expensive um, uh, shirts then for the, men. Then that answer is probably yeah, no. Yeah, like, it's like... I don't own any Eton, but they, they look nice. Like, I've, I've been on their website before, and it's like, oh, man, that looks really nice. But I can't get myself to... Boy, I'll tell you what. That happens to me all the time yeah. where I'll see an ad for something. I'm like, oh, that looks great. And then you go on there, and you see the T-shirt, and it's like $95. You're like, it doesn't look $95. I think it's nice. like 250 bucks for, for just a button-down. Yeah, they're really nice, but eh, come on. I'm not, you know... Yeah, don't we all have a limit on, like... I'm sensible. Yeah, when it, it, each article of clothing, you have, like, a... A range yeah. and anything beyond that, you're like, ah, I mean, I'm sure it's great, but again, it's not any different than this shirt. It's sixty. Uh, they're known. Uh, it says right here, it's Eton shirts for men, known for quality. Yeah, well, they are. I mean, they look really nice. Okay, I will say that. But uh, they have a new thing out. It's called the Index shirt, and it's the first ever shirt to have its price tied to the Nasdaq, <laughs> so it fluctuates oh in value gosh. in real time. <laughs> And on the top collar, it's got, or not on the collar, but on the um, the side, the little part where the buttons are. Yeah. It's got a little uh, bear and a little bowl for you. <laughs> so so you, you button it. You button it up based on if the market is bearish or bull. <laughs> like it's more buttoned up if it's bull, and then if it's looser. They're like you button down, you like you open it one, it's the bear. So you just sit around and you wait for the market to tank <laughs> for you to get a deal on a shirt? That's basically what they're saying. And what it's symbolic and they're saying um, <laughs> it's a custom made limited edition piece modeled for Eton's white signature twill shirt. By the way, which is two hundred and eighty five dollars. I just looked it up. Yeah, exactly. Um, it seems like a very expensive twill button-up shirt, but all right. So, like I said, it has the bowl between the collar and the first button and the bear between the first and second button. The elevated yet discreet details are the established symbols of optimism and pessimism, <laughs> reflecting the outlook of the stock market's highs and lows. And it says basically what they're trying to do is uh, get you to make the right decision at the right time <laughs> and pull the trigger on the shirt, <laughs> which to me is genius because... You know, first of all, there's going to be dum-dums who are just going to buy it. Yeah. Right? But there's going to come a time in the market where the market dips, and they are going to people are going to load up on this shirt. Question, though. To the to the person that's buying an Eton shirt, so $280 for a dress shirt, which, by the way, 
There's some rich dude out there right now laughing at us because we're balking at $280 on a button down. I mean, I think, I, I will say this. You'd spend 280 on a button down? No, I just told you that I wouldn't. <laughs> I was gonna say. However, I think you could get me there over time. I do think you could get, I would have to try it on and be like, dude, this is, remember my pants story from Vegas? Yes. Where I, where I didn't have, uh, I had shorts on going into this restaurant. You had to go buy pants. I had to go buy pants. I paid four hundred dollars for the pants. You do not want to have to buy clothing at no. a uh, a casino. Well, this was at the Wynn. Yes, and so I found a pair of pants for four hundred dollars, but they were great, and I was like, "Oh my god, babe, these are freaking phenomenal!" Like my balls feel <laughs> like they're being massaged in these pants. Yeah. So I told myself, uh, if we won at the tables and and left Vegas with money that you, trip, you I'm go... keeping the pants. Yeah. Well, of course we lost, and so I returned the <laughs> pants, but. I gotta tell you, for four hundred bucks, that's too expensive for my taste. Yes, but I could feel the difference. <laughs> so if I went to Eton and tried on this shirt, and I was just like, "Dude, this fits perfectly. It hangs perfectly. It's like I, I got a thing about this part right here. I'm touching my the upper top collar. collar. Like I hate it when it like flays open. It's it's got to be the right sure. collar side. Like there's a lot that goes into a nice fitted shirt. Right? Sure. I could maybe get to 280 for a shirt. I maybe could. But this is even better because now I got my eye on it as like, oh, what if the market dips and it becomes 220? But then should I buy it there or should I wait until it becomes 190? No, I think the market's going to go back up. I should buy, you know, great bit. I do kind of enjoy this. I don't know if anybody, I mean, I don't know how it will go for them. Well, that's why I was wondering it. To the average dude, do you think he cares? Because no. if you're willing to buy a 280 shirt, does, is there a difference between 280 and 250 or 320? Like you're, I, no. I feel like you're in a, a certain market there that doesn't really care about the price of their shirt. Yeah, probably. You also consider all the di- all the other shirts that they have out there. You're guessing maybe this is a fifth or sixth shirt for somebody who already has a bunch of their yeah. shirts. Yeah. So updated every five minutes on trading days. Uh, when this article that I'm reading went to press, it was only two hundred and sixty-seven dollars. So see, uh, discount. Uh-huh. I don't know what the market did today. I didn't see it. But I don't know. It, it's it's tied to the Nasdaq. The index shirt, but none of their other shirts are just no, this, this is a limited edition. Just this limited edition yeah. shirt. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know if you could ever get me on a, a two hundred eighty dollar button up. That's a. But I, I, I am on board that there have been some things out there that, that seem expensive, but over time you get worn down. Because I've always said that if you if you see something and you're like, there's no way I'd ever spend it, but you keep thinking about that item over and over and over again, then I totally see why you're, why you're doing it. And I think that's the definition of, of being wealthy is then when you that, that doesn't come into to play. When you see something and you like it, so you just buy it, that's a level of wealth that I, I do not have. Like, oh, this shirt's awesome, and you don't even care. Like, I don't care how much it is. I'm just going to buy it. As opposed to the rest of us that are like, oh, this is a great well, shirt, and no. I don't know. Some of us don't have a $1,000 <laughs> duffel bag. It is not a $1,000 duffel bag. Sam. Um, let's go to... We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, guys, I've got some stunning news. What a great idea this was, but it has failed, shocking all of us. Mm. Uh, there is a bank that was called, a new bank, called Glorify. <laughs> oh, by the way, I was pronouncing Eton, the men's shirts. It's Eton. You're so dumb. So I'm and clearly you, not very And familiar. you think you're going to have an Eton shirt. So it's Glorify, G-L-O-R-I-F-I. And its app says, you were born to be free. Glorify empowers you to take control of your financial future, preserving the America we all believe in for our kids and grandkids. It's got a little American flag logo there for you. Which means... (laughs) What was the whole... So it was an app? The tech, it's a bank. The Texas startup that sought to build a conservative banking alternative is shutting down. Wait, a conservative banking alternative as opposed to the, like what? Banking isn't conservative? You know who runs the banks. Ah, I see where we're going with this. Yeah. <laughs> this for the Kanye West of the world? Is that what we're doing here? Glorify has laid off most of its employees and told them that it is closing up shop according to people familiar with the matter. The company's fate became clear on Friday when funding that it hoped would carry it through the first quarter fell through. The financial challenges related to startup mistakes, the failing economy, reputational attacks, and multiple negative stories took their toll. Mm. I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> I didn't know that you could just, again, start a bank. Like <laughs> You could open... So it's an, it was an app. It made its debut in September... They said customers could open checking and savings accounts and apply for credit cards. The app was aimed at people who saw Wall Street as too liberal and wanted a bank that shared their values. <laughs> does that what seem, a terrible Does that idea. not seem like the biggest scam? Yeah, what is the man? actual added value? Yeah, right. Nothing. Now, are they... Just the shared values is the added value? Are they federally insured? Or is this just like, hey, give me your money? Um, let's read on, shall we? An October article in the Wall Street Journal detailed the turbulent start for Glorify. The company missed launch dates, blaming faulty technology and failures by vendors, and laid off dozens of employees. Some employees said that founder Toby Nugbauer had a volatile temper and drank on the job, mm-hmm. and that the company's unusual workspace, which was his home, added distractions. He stepped down as CEO following the article's publication and became the company's executive chairman. They raised about $50 million from an A-list group of investors last year. In July, they announced a deal to merge with DHC Acquisitions Corp., a special purpose acquisitions company. And they valued Glorify at about $1.7 billion. Wow. And required the company to raise at least $60 million in additional cash. 
Uh, Mr. Nugbauer said, this is a devastating day. <laughs> as he takes another sip of his whiskey. I didn't even know that was a thing. So we're, we're so divided in our country now that we can no longer go with the liberal woke banks. We need glorified. Well, here. it didn't work, so maybe not. <laughs> well, I've seen those, like, like they, they do it like the Daily Show, like they, what is it, the Kelper Fingers the Pulse or whatever. Like that guy will go, that guy. That sounds dirty. They're great bits. But they'll go to, like, the uh, the Trump rallies and whatever and, like, the CPACs. And the, the booths that are set up there, the stuff that's being sold, is some of the most amazing stuff known to man. That if you can put tactical, if you can put military grade, or you can wrap something in an American flag, you can sell it there. I mean, it's freaking bananas. And people eat it up, man. It's a whole thing. So I, I guess if you, can, if you can sell a tactical flashlight and glasses, why not sell a tactical American bank? So do you know Candace Owens? Yes. She yeah. seems, again, like a wonderful human being. Well, she's black, uh huh. but she is a very conservative. Yes. and Very rational and logical. I, she makes a lot of really great points. She, she tweeted this. She said, we are at the beginning of the conservative economy. Oh, gosh. You guys will all be hearing about Glorify soon. It will overtake Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Chase, and PayPal very quickly. Okay. Please remember you heard it about it on my Twitter first. <laughs> uh, Glorify.com. Again, one of the many great ideas that Candace Owens has had. And after three months, it is closed. <laughs> Rest well, in peace. You want to know how much it takes to sell your soul? Go ask Candace Owens. How are the replies good idea. looking on that tweet now? <laughs> oh, I don't even want to. I don't even want to look. <laughs> um, I do enjoy a lot of the conservative. Anything that goes down this road is is funny to me. Like the uh, they have these with dating app, the dating app thing. Yeah, absolutely. What's it called? It's called like. Well, it probably has Patriot in it because that's yeah. the other one that they love using. They love they love terms. They love things like tactical, and they love things called Patriot, and it's a whole thing. Like there's a whole award show. They apparently they have a thing like where Fox News does it now. They call them the Patriot Awards, where basically they just like they started their own award show, like their own Oscars, but just it's for people that they deem to be great Americans. The right stuff. The right stuff. The new conservative dating app, which has unsurprisingly failed to attract women. God. A lot of dudes. Unfortunately, it's a lot of dudes that look like me, probably. Yeah. I need the women. I can't find them. Man, these things. <laughs> Although, I bet you if you were one of the seven women on that thing, boy, you were, prob you were probably doing great. You had your, uh, you had your pick. Of manly American studs and wraparound Oakleys and soul patches. I just think it's so funny. Like <laughs> they have to have their own. Like they're so intolerant of other <laughs> of anyone else that it's got to be. You have to think like me for me to use the app. Yes. I if I'm going to date you, you must think exactly <laughs> like me. It's well, just bizarre. Allow me to topspin that lob over uh, back into your end of the court. Would you be willing to go out with an insurrectionist? Yes. I don't think you would. Well, maybe not an insurrection. <laughs> You're right. See? No, that's fair. But they don't have to think like me for me to hump them, especially. <laughs> it's picturing rot. That's why you were at the Whiskey Meyer show, were you? I was trying, trying to, to get me an insurrectionist. <laughs> to expand your base? <laughs> yeah, Ryan Huddleston said he was talking to an election denier last night at the bar there at uh, A&A. Yeah. I bet that went great. I'll tell you, man. You get in. You get into a conversation with someone that really is is down deep. There's a guy 
that texts me, or not texts me, but he tweets me all the time. He's a bit Alex Jones guy. Oh. And because, um, you know, I think that Alex Jones is the worst person on the planet. And anytime I mention his name, so he's probably listening right now, dude, he goes off about how Alex Jones is a great American and that, uh, you patriot. know, uh, yeah, it's not, a, a, not just a great American, no, patriot. patriot, patriot, like Mike Lindell. Yes, patriot. There are only a few of them. <laughs> there are people out there that actually think that Mike Lindell is like a sane, rational human being. Well, the one thing that I think is funny about all of these, quote, patriots is they're all complete jokes. Like, they're all dolts. Yes. It's really funny. Like, I don't, I don't know how people can't see that. You know, it's like, oh, this is the guy. Of all the guys that's going to save the country, you pick the My Pillow guy? Yep. That guy. Jesus, people. <laughs> QAnon, man. Do you think we have any QAnons listening right now? I hope so. <laughs> if so, Rob wants to have a one-on-one -on -one meeting with you. He's very interested in your ideas. So if we have a QAnon guy who loves the fan, yeah. what show is his favorite show? Ooh. Uh, I'll bet you that's a Danny and Dusty sort of thing. I bet they probably played a little closer to the middle than most. Danny was a uh, he was a patriot. He was a serviceman. I'm going mm. with that. Mm. Going with the Danny Meringue. I eat babies, right? <laughs> well, absolutely. And they desperately want me to be one of them, and it pisses they them off. They think you are I, one of them. Yeah, I know. And then it breaks their heart when it turns out I'm not. You can't fool anyone. No, they get very angry. So, yeah, I'm going with that. I'm, go I'm going with Danny and Dusty. Who are they offending? Yeah, I bet they start with us because of you. Yeah. And then they move on. They're like, I can't do <laughs> this I can't, this can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm going to go to Danny and Dusty. I looked at this guy and thought we had high hopes, but mm, no. it's disappointing. He's not one of us. No, no, no. When I show up at the clan meeting, you know, with my family, everyone gets mad and sends me home. Man, what a rabbit hole you must be down to be into that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, But thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate it. All right. What else we got going on? We got a break? We got a break. And then John, and then we're done. Done? Yeah. We'll He's do right about all that. We'll do another hour. We'll do another hour tonight? Good luck with that. Now I got to go home and take some NyQuil. Bonus hour of sports. All right, John wraps it up next on The Fan. All right, here's John. Hello. Hello? 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 Can you read me, John? Hello? Can you hear me? I think we can hear everybody. Yes. No echo tonight either. Oh, all right. We're on. We're here. We're here together. <laughs> we did this. What are you reporting to us tonight? Well, I have a question for you. So I was I was listening to your fine station, and as I do from time to time, and it, you may not be aware. We are in. You're familiar with the Trans Siberian Orchestra? Correct. Oh yeah, yeah. I think the kids call it the TSO. TSO. That's right. Has. Is that not a thing other than the holiday season? Like, does anybody go see the TSO in June? Like, is that... Like, I've never once heard or been aware of a Trans-Siberian Orchestra anything not at Christmas time. Is it just... Do they take 11 months off and they just rev up and go hot and heavy for a month? Do yeah, we know? I think it's like a Buble thing. I really do. Or Mariah Carey at this point. Yeah, I, I really... I think it's just a Christmas thing. They don't, like, you can't go see them in April. Like, is that even, like, what do they do the rest of the year? Probably just hang out on a pile of money. You know, I mean, it's it's like the 4th, what is the 4th of July? What do the Bomber Brothers do in December? They get ready for July. It says here huh? that they yeah. sing gospel-type songs. Um, so they do tour. They, 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 it's not just Christmas. Well, and that's my other thing is, 
they they just have that one song, right? No. Carol of the Bells no. or whatever. Like that's but has anybody ever heard them sing anything else? Like if if you just ask the person on the street, they nobody like no. they don't like Mariah Carey, <laughs> I get I get it. But Mariah you know, Mariah Carey does other things. Like what? What else does the Trans Siberian Orchestra do? It's like Bachman Turner Overdrive, John. You know what you're getting when you go to that concert, right? You sit around and you put up with something, and then you, you get eventually what you came for. Play taking care of business. We just did. <laughs> Play it again. Exactly. I think you answered your own question about the Trans Siberian Orchestra. What if they just played that they... song first? <laughs> you go to that show and they just belt it out. I right think everyone beginning. just leaves. Well, now have either one of you two seen them? Has anybody no. seen them? No. <laughs> no, yeah. Souk was at, your brother was asking me about that the other day, and I have a philosophy that I told him and I will tell you. My philosophy is, it's much like movies. It's it's all about word of mouth. I have never heard anyone say that they, like, oh my God, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra show was so amazing, you have to go. That has never right. been a thing. And so never. because I have never heard that, and yet they come every year, I'm okay skipping it. I, I now I agree with you, but now I kind of want to go see him, and then I'm just gonna pepper you with how great they are. Go. Well, I know you're lying because you're Sucanic. <laughs> I think I can get you tickets. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of tickets floating around around here. Put me down for a pair in June. <laughs> All right, have a good night. Love your hot body. All right, lo- love you guys. Yeah. Why are they only here in December? Shouldn't they be other places too? <laughs> well, they are. They have a whole tour, but only in December. November and December, yeah. Well, they capitalize on Christmas, man. It's a big time of year for them. It's like the rodeos. All right, we got to run. I don't know what's coming up next, but it's going to be great. Uh, we are back tomorrow. 3 to 7 on the fan. Good night. Ships of Spain. Red ships of Spain. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.